Handsome, charismatic, charming, brilliant in everything he did. This can only mean one person. Alright moms, lock your daughters up. Today we're talking about the legend, George C. Scott. Today on... Mr. President, we are rapidly approaching a moment of truth both for ourselves as human beings and for the life of our nation. Now, truth is not always a pleasant thing, but it is necessary now to make a choice to choose between two admittedly regrettable but nevertheless distinguishable post-war environments. One where you got 20 million people killed and the other where you got 150 million people killed. The best goddamn leading man in Hollywood history. George Campbell Scott. He's been acting since the late 50s in Hollywood, and he acted all the way up until September of 1999 when he died. And I remember that. I remember when he died. My brother Joe and I just moved to Florida. It was the beginning of our movie venture, and we just wanted to get out of Pennsylvania. So we moved to Florida. Our friend Jason was living down there. We moved down there, and it was probably on a month of living there, and I... I just got into actually George C. Scott at the time because of Dr. Strange Love and I was new with Kubrick and just getting all into that. So I was hurt when he died. I was bummed out. I was like, oh man, he, he was great and it destroyed me. But so I'm not going to go through his, his biography because come on, like I'm going to do that. So not even his filmography. I just want to go over the things that I loved about him that made him to me the best leading man in Hollywood. I mean, I, I loved him. He kind of was our answer to, like, Oliver Reed, just drunk, fuck you. That's George C. Scott. You know, he first showed up in Anatomy of a Murder and The Hustler as a supporting actor. He, I think he got nominated for both of them, but he did get nominated for uh, The Hustler. And, you know, as we know, George C. Scott could give a fuck about the Oscars, and that's what we love about him. His first truly great role, though, came in 1964, where he played General Buck Turgeson, in Stanley Kubrick's Dr. Strangelove, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. And he w that was the one. That was the one that just got me. And I remember years later, well, actually not years later, it was the other way around, but when I was a kid watching Back to School, I remember Sam Kinison was this crazy teacher yelling at, at Roddy Dangerfield, Thornton Mellon's character, and he was his teacher's name was Mr. Turgeson. Then I get older years later and I see Dr. Strangelove for the first time. And now I'm just like, well, I wonder if they named you know, the character in, you know, back to school after that. Now, the only thing about the names in the two movies, they are spelled differently, but they, it's basically the same thing. You know, it's like, there's just a couple of letters that are different. So I just got the vibe that it's, they took it from that character. That's all. But I really love Dr. Strangelove. I think it's, you know, it might, Maybe my favorite Kubrick, but, you know, he just destroyed it. And after that, you know, he was, he was you know, big time after. And he he did movies like The Bible and The Crucible and those crappy. <laughs> he did a few of those. But, you know, in 1970, it was The Game Changer, where George C. Scott played George S. Patton. You see that? I want you to remember... 
that no bastard ever won war by dying for his country. He won it by making the other poor dumb bastard die for his country. Men, all this stuff you've heard about America not wanting to fight, wanting to stay out of the war, is a lot of horse dung. Americans traditionally love to fight. All real Americans love the sting of battle. And he won everything, every award. And the only one, though, I guess I was reading that his wife at the time said he won the New York Film Critics Award for Best Actor, and he only considered that a legitimate award. He didn't really, obviously, we know what he thought about the Oscars. He, you know, he sent them a letter, you know, apologizing for not making it. He didn't want to be in competition with actors. And then I guess later he famously said, the whole goddamn thing's a meat market. I don't want any part of it. So that's what made him him, you know? It's like, fuck the Oscars. He doesn't want to go there. And so after this, he's the biggest actor in the world. He played Patton turns down the Oscars, and the next couple years, you know, he plays Herbert Block in The Hospital. Now, I love The Hospital. Some people don't. It, it was half and half reviewed. Um, him and Diana Rigg, and it's, I don't know, there's a scene where she's talking to him in the movie, and he's, he's a doctor in the hospital, and there's a killer going on, but it's kind of a satirical comedy about a serial killer in the hospital. It's supposed to be. But it kind of doesn't come off that way. But uh, anyways, there's a scene when uh, Redina Riggs talking to George C. Scott's character, and you can just tell he's loaded, or just it's great. I mean, I, he's just sitting there staring at her. His head, his head's just resting on his hand, and his eyes are bloodshot. And I was like, I don't care. He's the best, and that's the only way I would take him if he's like that, you know. And then right after that, in 1973, he did Day of the Dolphin. Oklahoma Crude, which is, I think, underrated uh, Oklahoma Crude. I like that one a lot. So at this point, he's done a lot of movies. He's the biggest star. He's been married 50 times, but he eventually marries Trish Vandeveer. And love Trish. She's been in tons of movies, and everyone loves her. But um, what happened, though, the reason I bring her up is because in 1979 and 1980 as well, two movies come out that is just, to me, not only is a game changer career-wise for George C. Scott, but is why I love him more than anybody. But I'm talking about Paul Schrader's Hardcore. What can I do for you, Mr. DeFries? Call me Jake. All right, Jake, what can I do for you? I'm interested in financing an adult feature film. And I was told you were the man to see. You came to the right man. Continue. Go ahead. I have $50,000 that I'm prepared to invest in a suitable project. Now, of course, I may want to get involved in the process of making the film. You know, might want to meet some of the people who make this kind of film and learn how it's done. I'm curious, Jake, what business are you in? I have my own business. Uh, we make rivets for the auto industry. We sell the Fisherman. And then the following year, Peter Maddox, the greatest haunted house movie of them all, The Changeling. Will you tell us why you are not at rest? Joseph, did you die in this house? My room. How did you die? How did you die? How did you die? How did you die? Father. Father. The 
if you talk, go going first into hardcore, um, it's 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 amazing. You find it online. Both of these movies are easy to find. But you know, he, his daughter, he's 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 this you know Christian man. His daughter goes off it's the the porn scene in L.A. and he goes after. It's it's great. Peter Boyle's amazing in it. He's a great supporting character. So I do have to talk about one scene from the movie. It's whenever George C. Scott goes undercover and looking for his daughter as a porn director. So he gets these headshots and he has all these people coming to a hotel room as he interviews them. It's so great. He has on a wig, a fake mustache. Eventually he finds the guy who he had to watch earlier having sex with his daughter on screen and he has a beating the shit out of this guy it's just such a great scene i love it so much but there's this scene where he finally finds his daughter at the end and you it's not even a spoiler because if you haven't seen it yet fuck you (laughs) you You should have seen all of his movies by now but when he finally gets his daughter you find out she actually wanted to be there it wasn't like she was kidnapped and he's all destroyed but it's fucked up movie it's a fucked up movie it's amazing i love it but the very next year though he does the changeling where it starts off his wife and daughter die when a truck hits him on the side of the road and he's just getting his life together. So he rents a house and he moves in six months later trying to get his shit together. And this is then the house is haunted and it's very formulaic if I just talk about what the movie's about. But the way it's executed, George C. Scott, everything in this movie it, to me is perfect. It's the only movie that I can recommend to somebody and say, if you want to watch a haunted house movie, this one will scare you. And if it didn't, fuck you, you know, because this is the best one. I want to know what you think is a better haunted house movie. Please tell me if you think something's better than the changeling. I would love it. Um, Melvin Douglas is in it. He is just a great character actor. Later in the 70s, he became he was in The Tenant with Polanski, and he became this just amazing character actor. But he was he was the man back in the late 30s and 40s. He was, you know, in all kinds of stuff. You know, Nochka, and he was, you know, kind of a, a stud himself when back in the day. So I always love movies with Melvin Douglas as a supporting character in the 70s. So he definitely, you know, had some silly performances, too. You can't not have a few with a, a life like this one. So he, you know, I, I really love when he did Mussolini, the series. It was like a made-for-TV series, something like that. It was like a few parts. But he doesn't even attempt to do an accent. He has the dirty George C. Scott smoker's voice, and it's just fucking amazing watching him dress like Mussolini, just, you know, talking like Buck Turgeson, though. So it's just, there's so many like this sprinkled out to this career. It's I love it so much. Those are really the pinnacle films for me uh, on George C. Scott's career. I mean, I know he's done so many, and anyone who's listening to this is going to be like, you know, you just blabber so fast, and you don't go over anything proper. But I'm telling you right now, Let's get to it. The Changeling and Hardcore, that's George C. Scott in a nutshell. To me, those two alone. But you gotta love Patton, and you love him as General Buck. I mean, you can literally look into someone's career, find four or five performances, and that's it. And I could argue that for a lot of big actors, you know, and they get they get drowned in, you know, some of this other crap that's just not as good. But there's usually, and same with directors, I mean, you know, there's four or five films that really you know, signify who they are. And I I just think George C. Scott was one of those actors who got better as he got older. And he kind of reminded me of Lee J. Cobb a little bit. In fact, he played the same characters that 
Lee J. Cobb played like an Exorcist three, played his character. He he was in the remake of Twelve Angry Men, played Lee J. Cobb's character. So I always love that like boisterous drunk kind of you know, yelling at everybody. And um that's who George C. Scott was. He was intimidating and he you know, he didn't take anyone's shit and I loved him for it. And he when he died, it hurt. I went to Westwood Cemetery in Los Angeles where he's buried, and I didn't see his grave. It's un- it's it's marked, but it, there's no name on it. I guess it's across from Walter Matthau's grave, and I've been there before, but I didn't know that Percy Scott's grave was there. So if I would have known, I would have definitely left a bottle of whiskey for him because I, I have to tell you, he has inspired me in every possible way as a drinker. So, I have to tell you, thank you, George C. Scott, for giving me tons of pleasure in my life as America's greatest leading man ever. But I want to hear anyone's thoughts. You can find me online. I'm the easiest person to find. But if there is a movie better than The Changeling for a haunted house movie, I do want to hear that. Because I just don't believe you if you say anything else. It's just not going to be as good. And if you haven't seen The Changeling, like I said, fuck you and find that thing because it's great. So that's my story on George Campbell Scott, and I am sticking to it. Yeah.